0: Often imitated, never duplicated. The one and only B Scott. You're listening to The B Scott Show. Get ready, love muffins.
1: <laughs> big bang, bisha, yeah, bitch, I'm back get it. Pause the thirst trap. Bet your nigga double tap it. Yes. Got that come back. Gotta turn into an attic. Mm. Round up mm. applause when that ass get to clapping. Uh. Booty so big you wanna throw a stack on it. Yeah. Bossy little bitch, keep a couple racks on me. Yeah. 30 inch weave, I can sit my ass on it. Yeah. Bitches jealous of my wealth Instead of checking up on me They need a check up on their health Let me make this shit real clear All you bitches in my room My only competition ever Is that bitch in the mirror yeah. Bitch, I got retarded like I'm special ed. Whatever on my mind, believe it's gonna get said You bragging about that nigga I just left him on red Yeah, he cute, but he look better between my legs Let's go Big bang, bitch, yeah, bitch, I'm back at it Post a thirst trap, bet your nigga double tap it Got that comeback, gotta turn into an addict Round up applause when that ass get to clapping Want to throw a stack on it Bossy little bitch Keep a cup of racks on me 30-inch weave I can
0: sit my ass on it Make your baby daddy wanna... Yay, yay. And just like that, we are back. I have been on a summer break. I needed a break for my sanity. I was gone the whole month of like June and I think the first part of July. But we're back now. This is the B. Scott Show, the one and only B. Scott here. And I'm also accompanied by my producer, Brian Vasquez. Hey, buddy. How's it going? It is going. We're back, and we're back on lockdown. <laughs> okay? Yeah. yeah. Right, right <laughs> back where we started. You know, we're worse now. The numbers are worse than it was when we initially went on lockdown. Yeah. Yeah. And that's something really crazy to wrap your head around. Like, when we were going, we all were freaking out. We all were like, oh, my God, what's going to happen? We can't go outside. We have to shut her in place. Those numbers have gotten worse in California and across the country for a lot of states. And people are having actual discussions about opening back up. Like, how is that possible? Like, how how I can't wrap my head around if it is worse than it was before and we locked down then, why are we not locking down now?
2: I knew we were going to blow it. I knew it. I just knew it. We were opening way too early.
0: And I knew we were going to blow it when I saw Orange County. Orange County, they are wild. They are literally having protests about the fact that they have a right not to wear a mask. Yeah, they're pretty dumb. They're like having coronavirus parties, quarantine parties where like people getting drunk and just dancing. Like, I, it's just, when I, when I, when I, when I share to my love muffins is that on a daily basis, we are being bombarded with so much shit. Mm -hmm. it's like it's coming like it's like incoming from all directions and i kind of felt that way just in general with my life it's been like incoming like in every direction like i have been just like every possible thing that i had needed to deal with or would could possibly have to deal with i have been dealing with like everything and um it's just been a lot you know but you know i have been trying to keep positive I've been talking to my therapist. You know, she I, she actually went on vacation for a month. <laughs> <laughs> I said, hold on, lady. I need to talk to you. How are you going to go on vacation for a month? And I just don't have a therapist. So that was challenging. But this week, we did have our first therapy session back um, since her vacation. And it was really good because she really tapped into... Um, you know, one of my central issues that I have. And I have a big issue with trust. And I always knew that I had issues with trust, you know, stemming from how that trust was broken with family members in my life and also friends. And for me, it's like, it's hard because situation after situation, people don't even realize that they, people who are going to break your you break your trust or betray you, like, they have similar patterns, patterns in terms of how they start to act. So for me, the moment I see something that matches that pattern, I go into panic mode. I, I shut down. And, you know, her question, her homework she gave to me was, you know, do I want to trust again? Am I open to trusting again? And is that important for me? And if I did, what it would look like? And that ties into um, I'm definitely hundred percent single. Oh boy. So the guy that I was talking to, it is over, over, done data, like mission complete, never really started properly. <laughs> it's like, um, it's been a saga. I had I had been talking to him off and on for like a year. Um, more than a year, actually. And I did enjoy the time that we spent together, the companionship, but the lack of intimacy between us got to be too much.
2: Hmm.
0: And um, I basically was saying, I said to him, you know, because it was, Kobe situation happened, um, Corona, you know, virus situation happened, and then Black Lives Matter um, situation happened right back to back to back, right? Right. Yeah. And I've been trapped in this place, you know, in, in my space by myself for quite some time. And the last straw for me was when all of the, you know, things were going on. And, you know, in downtown LA, there was a lot going on, like, for a couple nights where people were just, you know, all type of moments. Like, it's just like, it was like freaking anarchy down here. Yeah. It was bad. And I basically said to him, I was like, you know it would be you know i feel like i have a man but i don't because my man would be here with me and he was not here with me and i shared that with him and he said he wanted to do better he wanted to be you know to figure it out to become you know this this person that i needed in the relationship that i needed and i was like okay right All right fast forward to you know He's over here and, you know, whatever the case may be. He spent the night and things just didn't go the way it needed to go. (laughs) It just didn't. And, you know, I obviously had a conversation with him about it. And I was like, you know, I can't do this. Like, you know, I, I, I don't want to... I have enough friends. And if we are going to be just friends... Then I don't want it. Mm. You get what I'm saying? Like I, yeah. I want, I need something more than that, you know. And I think it may be a part of what the you, I have been telling the universe because up until this particular person, I had been telling the universe, "Lord, please send me something other than sex," because <laughs> all of my other things that people, you know, the guys just want to hit it, they just want to hit it, knock it out the frame, and it was a lack of. Companionship, right? So that's what I was saying I was like, okay, okay, universe, I'm gonna say I want something outside of just sex, something different than just sex. Then the universe sends me something different than just sex. <laughs> but then I was like, wait a minute, I kind of want that too. <laughs> wait a minute, universe, <laughs> you know? And you know, he sent me a text message, you know, basically um, saying that he, you know, loves me and loves me as a person and this, that, and the other. Loves you or loves you as a person? Loves me as a person. Mm. Loves me as a friend. Loves me as a human being. <laughs> <laughs> um, a big difference there. Yeah. Yeah. And then I responded back to him basically to the point of, you know, you know, I love you too. Um, but I deserve all of you. I deserve right. every inch. And, you know, it's hard. You know, you are not really opening up to me. In regards to me being able to be intimate with you, but you give it to people off the street. Cause this ties into what I was talking about podcast ago where I was talking about how I had an issue with him always being on grinder. Right. And yeah. we were talking about that. And, you know, he I think he got a little bit smarter about it. And he just took his pro he took his face off of the grinder and made it more mysterious. But trust and believe he's still on grinder getting it popping. And so I'm the person over here, you know loving you, supporting you, um, being there for you, encouraging you, spending all this time, like spending so much time with him, but you are not giving me this intimacy, but you're giving it to people off the street. And I didn't want to continue. I was just trying to, what it was doing to me was it was making me feel insecure. It was making me eternalize his intimacy issues. I mean, it could be any number of things it could have been. It could be like sometimes people just, you know, prefer or it's easier for them to be intimate with people they don't know as opposed to people they love. Mm-hmm. He could have not been into me. He could have been, you know, have some past trauma. You know, it's so many different things. I was going down and the thing about coronavirus is that you're locked in the house and all you have to do is have time to go down these rabbit holes. Yeah, that's dangerous. I'm in the house going, sure. Oh, new rabbit hole. You know, I was like, I can't keep going down these rabbit holes. And so a push came to a shove and I was like, you know, I'm good. And then, you know, he um, unfollowed me on Instagram and then posted something, posted a meme that basically was saying that, you know, when you set boundaries and when you, you know... Um, you don't lose real friends or real relationships when you stand start standing up for yourself and set boundaries. You lose um, manipulators, narcissists, um, you know, users and abusers and um, soul-sucking leeches. It was like a whole—it was a thing. And I was Jeez. like, oh, my God.
2: I can't stand people who use memes to communicate. It's just so stupid.
0: Yeah. And it was like—that was a lot for—you know, it's easy— for people because I am B Scott and because I do what I do it's easy if something goes wrong to paint me as a narcissist it's easy to to paint me as oh because I have you know certain things a certain you know in a certain situation oh I oh I'm a manipulator now okay so you you're switching it on me and I I actually did the hand clap thing for the emoji for that meme because I felt as though It was the opposite way around. And what happens is, and this relates to the Jada Pickett situation. And I want to be clear about this, Love Muffin, so y'all can receive what I'm about to say. When people get caught, get cut off from influence, when people get cut off from reach, when people get cut off from money, people start to act differently. Mm. People start to resent the said person that's doing the cutting off. Mm-hmm. Okay? In the Jada true. In the Jada Pickett, Will Smith situation, August Asina situation, what you have to ask yourself is, why did August Asina after, you know, because Jada said in her interview it had been some time, a good amount of time. Why now? It was because basically Jada, you know, they had their interaction, you know, they were together for a minute, and then Jada probably came to her senses And was like, no, I want to stay in my marriage. This is not for me anymore. Or it could have just been that, you know, he was the boy toy of that particular time period. Because how I feel about it, like, and and what my intuition is telling me about the situation, this was not the first time at the rodeo for Jada in terms of her stepping outside of her marriage or her having an open marriage type of situation. And it also was not the first time for Will. The only thing that was different about it, not different about it, the only thing that kind of stuck out to me was the fact that, like, August of seemingly out of nowhere, decided to drop this bomb. And it wasn't really a bomb. It was, like, because we all kind of suspected this was going on with Will and Jada. Um, Because there has been, on the Red Table Talks, they had had a conversation before, and she had said, you know, well, we still going to be under the same roof. You know, you can be on one side of this thing, with somebody, and I could be on the other side of this thing with somebody else, but we're still going to be in this thing together. Right. So she was hinting towards that for quite some time. Mm-hmm. And then here goes August Athena doing an interview and, you know, talking about this and sharing this information. And I believe that he's talking about it and sharing the information because he has been pushed out of the situation if he was still happy in the situation, if he was still involved in the situation, if he was still getting the perks of the situation. I can only imagine that Jada and him were taking trips, you know, on boats and or going to different countries. Um, you know, he was having all the, the nicest things, the nicest dinners. Probably She probably dressed him, bought him a whole new wardrobe, probably was giving him an allowance. You hear what I'm saying? Like, she probably was treating him like a king. And then she decided to discard him and he's not happy with that discard being discarded. And it's easy for him now to come back and be like, it was this, that, and the other. But while you were in it, it was bliss. Right. Yeah. So like the guy that I was talking to while he was in it, he was happy as a camper. You know, he had just sent me a text talking about how he loved me as a human. and I'm a great person. And, you know, he would love to be my friend. But the moment he saw that I was just pushing him out of my life because I, you know, like a person, the thing that really did it for me was when he posted that meme, it showed me that if you could so quickly post something like that, and when you know my character, when you know how much I have been there for you and I have helped you and I've encouraged you and you so, so quickly do that. It turned on you real fast. Yeah. Yeah. Turned not, on me real fast. You know,
2: and it's not like you weren't asking for a lot. You were just wanting more intimacy.
0: I wanted more intimacy and a lot of people um, and love muffins, please tweet me and let me know or, you know, or however you want to communicate with me. Um, but I think Twitter works and also maybe even DM me in my DMs um, on Instagram, which is, you know, Instagram slash B Scott or at B Scott. Um, a lot of people are dealing with intimacy issues. And I don't want people to, you know, I don't want to keep from people that I was in a situation where I was dealing with intimacy issues. Like it was, it was a full blown, it was the strangest thing ever. It was like, you know, like almost like afraid to be touched almost. Hmm. And I've never been in that situation with a man before in my entire life. And it had me thinking that like, it had me thinking and doubting my fly. You know, like, what's going on with me? Like, damn, (laughs) I'm in this bed frustrated. (laughs) You know, he, meanwhile, he's sleeping like a log, you know, and I'm over here frustrated talking about, you know, feeling like I can't, this intimacy thing, you know, what's going on? I want it. And when you care about somebody, I feel like intimacy, intimacy is is a small, well, sex in general is a small part of a relationship. Intimacy is a, you know, another part of the relationship, right? Companionship is another part of the relationship. Um, but when you have the companionship, when you have, you're starting to care for a person, you may borderline love the person. Um, you want to express yourself in intimate ways. Right. Shouldn't be that hard. Should not be that hard. Nope. Especially when you're giving, you're expressing yourself in intimate ways with tricks off the street. When people you know what I mean? Like, kind of like the Beyonce song when she was talking about Jay-Z cheating on her. You, you know, she had half of me and she ain't even half of me. The people he was talking to probably won't even 10%. <laughs> 5%. <laughs> going once, right. going, going twice, sold for 3% of B. Scott. Right. You get what I'm saying? And I can't let that type of energy in my life. I have to, this is the lesson for me and I need to learn it. And I kind of felt like I was a dog that need to be taken over to is pee or boo-boo and smell it. You know, you go when the dog people <laughs> and boo-boos are in the wrong spot, you take them over to it and you be like, here you go. So I have to pay attention to who I'm interacting with. And I now realize that I need to make sure that in a lot of ways I am, you know, spiritually, you know, equally yoked. Ambition-wise, I'm equally yoked. Um, you know, financial outlook, I'm equally yoked. I'm not saying that they need to be a certain type of income. I would never say that, you know, because there are um, people who are amazing artistic people who um, don't have the income, but they have the passion. I need for the person I'm with to be passionate about something. I've been passionate about building this business. I've been, I moved here in 2005. I started blogging around 2003 and I've been doing this for all these years and, and it into this thing and that thing and this thing and that thing. And that is my passion being the best that I can be being the, the, to doing what God put me here on this earth to do. And when you surround yourself with somebody that may not have, you know, don't even know what they want to do, you know, but somehow in the midst of them, not knowing what they want to do and this, that and other, what they are, what they have decided, what they you know, what they do want to do is not be intimate with you. (laughs) Right. Yep. They weren't ready. And I was like, no, you know, I deserve better than that. You know, I deserve a man that's going to be here for me. I deserve a man when, you know, people, um, that really felt like what was going on in downtown Los Angeles and even a lot of Los Angeles, um, actually had nothing to do with Black Lives Matter so the the people who were doing the looting and the burning down things um they were not associated with the movement from what I could see. There were white people out there. there was a bunch of um, Hispanic people out there as well. It was very actually very few actual black people doing the things that um were really you know causing the anarchy from what I could see, and they also seemed like they were coming. Outside of Los Angeles, it seemed like they were coming from areas on the outskirts. You know, like you just you could just tell by you know how the cars looked and how they were. You know, um, you know all like SUVs and pickup trucks. Like people, people came specifically for the reason to loot. Yeah, there were cars without a state plates. A lot of them. Yeah, mm-hmm. people like this is my time to to do this, and I'm not even. I'm not saying that is necessarily a bad thing because I have to understand the fact that people have been struggling for months leading up to this. So for people that, you know, maybe they were needed, you know, maybe they really needed this in order to be okay. That's not for me to, to call, you know, make the judgment call. But what it is for me to make the judgment call on is the fact that I, with all that energy and stuff that was going on, it would have been nice to have somebody here with me. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, as far as you know, just in general, and he's just one situation. In general, I have really got to see, and it's not. I know that everybody is going through things. I know that we can't take people not being. I don't mean the thing is I don't even know because I feel like if you're if 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 you're not in my life and. I'm going through multiple back-to-back, you know, very challenging, stressful situations. And I know you are too, potentially, yeah. But for whatever reason, we both decided not to check up on each other. We both decided not to um, be there for each other during this time. I don't see how you can be close to me if you're not close to me right now. Yeah, this is this is the time we need each other most. Do you feel what I'm saying? Like, I, yeah. I just don't, you know, like, it's it's there's been people been like, oh, you know, don't make this pandemic about, you know, like I've seen these memes and stuff. They say, don't make the pandemic about you. People are going through things. You know, we're under pandemic. If I don't get back to you, if I don't check in on you, you know, then it's fine. Well, <laughs> mm. that's not necessarily true. I feel like if you're not checking in on me and I'm not checking in, it goes both ways. I will say this. It goes both ways. So if I'm not checking in on you and you're not checking in on me, that means we're not checking in on each other (laughs) for for whatever reason of what may may be going on independently in our lives. But trust and believe, we are checking in with somebody, right? I have my friends that I check in with that I talk to regularly. I also have people who we're not quite at the level of being a close, close friend that I thought they were that have been checking in with me and they have gotten closer to me because, you know, people always think that the person that all, you know, they see me as strong. Everyone sees me as like, Oh, I'm a strong bitch and I can take anything. You know, I don't have to worry about B. Well, okay. (laughs) (laughs) I'm telling you this situation and I don't, There is not. It's impossible for me to not walk away from this situation with a tally of who's really in my life. Yeah. And if I am standing in this shit alone, if I'm standing by myself, I need to know that. You know, if I'm if I'm in situations or people in my life where you know people you know feel some kind of way about me, you know, or whatever the case may be, like I need to know that. You know, and I, and I have taken that on, I have taken on, you know, when family situations, friends situations, business situations, I'm putting the whole shit on my back. (laughs) You know, I'm a carry it. I've been carrying it. I'm a carry. You know what I mean? I'm like that. I'm like, what is it? (laughs) What is, what, what we got to do? Right. Because at the end of the day, love muffins. And I want people to hear this and receive this. When it comes down to it, it is only just you. You do have, you know, you, you know, people can have their companions, they can have their friends and everything like that. But at the end of the day, you have to be okay with you and you have to be able to pull yourself up by the bootstraps and keep things going.
1: Here's today's STEM tip. Don't throw out that old plastic bottle. Repurpose it by turning it into an awesome terrarium. Just fill it with sand, pebbles, soil, and your favorite plant. It'll grow sealed right in its own ecosystem. Learn more at SheCanSTEM. A message from the Ad Council.
2: Support for this podcast comes from CDW and Dell Technologies.
0: the the what what has set me back in the past has been me thinking i can depend on someone easing up on me knowing i'm standing alone mm. and then you know trusting somebody to you know what i mean like you know giving up some of that you know i'm in this alone type of mentality and trusting somebody and being hurt being betrayed being you know knowing I have done these things for these people more so than I know anybody else will be doing for these people. Mm-hmm. And somehow I get labeled as the bad guy. Somehow I get labeled as, you know, whatever the case may be. And it's easy to believe that because of who I am in terms of my career and, and certain things. People People love to paint a certain picture of people instead of dealing with what led up to (laughs) these said situations. Ain't that some shit. Yeah, and it happens to me over and over. Mm -hmm.
2: (laughs) Well, you're not the only one. I, I know what you're talking about. Well, before the pandemic, I mean, we were always working for other people, doing things for other people, helping other people constantly taking on stress every day and then this shit hits and you have all this time to yourself to think about things and realizing that you weren't really taking care of yourself. You know, that self care thing that people talk about is actually a real, real, a real problem. And once you start looking at what you've been doing for yourself, you realize you really haven't been taking care of
0: yourself. And that you've been running on E like I have. Right. Yeah. But what this pandemic and what, um, you know, all these situations and just the fielding of the information every day is a lot. And then I'm in the situation where I have to process the information to then come here and talk about it, to just as a human deal with it. It's like it, each each day it seems like the news stories are getting more and more extreme. Like I was just posted one right before I got um, on the podcast where this uh, Virginia trooper Pulled this black man out And the black man was Taping him And he said Okay well You know Enjoy the show I'm about to pull your ass Out here and whoop your ass That's what he said Literally A white man said Enjoy The patrolman said Enjoy the show Jesus Cause I'm it's gonna pull horrible. you Out this car And beat your ass It's like it's, it's, it's not funny But it's becoming So extreme It's like You've got to be kidding me Yeah exactly Well this podcast Is about to get spicy Because we have An exclusive A.B. Scott
2: exclusive.
0: <laughs> I like that. Hey, Bree Scott, exclusive. That was good. So a number of things that we need to talk about, you know, that leads up to this exclusive. Um, but basically, I know you love muffins. I've seen where I, where I ran the exclusive that Nene was fired from the Housewives of Atlanta. And to make a long story short, for all intents and purposes, Nene has not been offered a contract. You know, she, is, she does not have a formal um, housewife contract that has been offered to her. Um, and that, you know, pretty much she's in, you know, and because of my exclusive, she's put in a position where she announces, you know, she's leaving the show. Right. And then she's moving on to other gigs um, or she, you know, figures out how to be like a friend of the show, you know, or a much reduced capacity on the show. Um, And they give, you know, and then they would, you know, allow her to do that potentially. I'm not even sure that's even the case. Um, And so she can save some faith. So she has two options. She can walk away and, you know, and not allow herself to be um, in a much... You know, because right now, you know, as her team has quote-unquote confirmed, they're still in negotiations. No official anything has been given to her. All the other cast members have, you know, their deals are done, and they actually started taping this week. So as of Monday of this week, they've already started to tape, right? Right. And, you know, Nini is nowhere to be found as of yet. <laughs> so, you know, we'll let things kind of play out, you know, but at the end of the day, you know, think about it this way. If there was not a situation going on at Bravo, why would Nini need to go to a sister network to be a co host of a show that's in development? Do you get what I'm saying? She, yeah. she couldn't even go to another network and get her own show. She had to go to another network to be a co-host on a show that's in development. You know what I mean? There's like, you know, they're working towards potentially putting it out, but development is the key word. Mm-hmm. Why don't you, why didn't Bravo give you that show? Why didn't Bravo give, Ben give you a spinoff? Why don't you have, even if you were going to do a co-hosting show, a co-host thingy, why didn't you do it on Bravo? Kim Zosiak, has a show that comes on almost every, you know, every season. Candy Burris has had several different spinoffs. And that's why Nene has been upset with Candy because Candy has been and is the highest paid housewife. She also is the one that's getting all the spin-offs. Right. And Nene was upset that during the whole Black Lives Matter situation, Andy reached out to Candy and they had this, you know, like a discussion on his show or something where, you know, they were he was, you know, he reached out to the head bitch in charge, you know, HBIC as Nene liked to say it. And she was offended by that. And then she felt like that goes to show, like, you know, how she's being undermined. Um, and that also goes to show that Bravo executives don't like Nene. That's pretty. They clear. are they they don't like her. And let's not forget Nene was also not on the show for a season. Kenya was not on the show for, for a whole season and there was a season where Nene was not on the show for a whole season. And last season, Nene did not appear in the first episodes, first couple of episodes of the season because she wasn't um, suspended. Because at the end of the day, if you're the head bitch in charge, why are you not kicking off the show? If this is your show, if this is what you have built, the first couple of episodes set the tone for the whole season. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? So you start to paint a picture and people are like, oh, it's because you're friends with Kenya and you're biased towards Nini. No, I'm just telling, I don't make the T up. I just put the T out. And that's why I told her team. Her team came to me and was trying to get me to just change. The only thing they wanted me to change was the fact that I said fired. <laughs> they were okay with everything else because she has not been offered an official offer. She A contract has not been extended to Nini. So they were okay with that. They just wanted me to take out the firing. And Bravo contacted me as well and asked me, they, just, they didn't ask me to change anything in particular. They just wanted to, me to add a state, uh, a part to um, my exclusive saying that they said it was not a firing. And they did that for illegal purposes. When you said someone is fired, that opens you up to a legal liability type of thing. But if you are offering somebody that's something next to nothing in comparison to what they are used to, and I'm saying offering I'm saying not formally offering it, you're having discussions, but what's being discussed is disrespectful in comparison to what you are used to getting, then that is essentially the same thing as being fired. And from what I understand, there are already two new housewives. No. Oh. I can, I can, from my information that I have received, um, Drew Sedora is one. Um, a new housewife that's going, she's been taping and um, is definitely in the mix. As well as there is a, a another um, woman that they're taping from what I hear. She's really pretty and that she is a YouTuber. Okay. well, So. Smart. It, and what is happening here is that, you know, they do need new blood. Mm-hmm. They do need, you know, because, I mean, a lot of these housewives, they're getting up there in age, you know? <laughs> yeah, they are. They're aging out of the demo. Nini is literally aging out of the demo. And so, they want, they can bring in younger girls that are in the demo that want to bring the drama, that are not uh, acting like they're above the show, be a lot less difficult to work with, and they have to pay them less. You know, so Nini made it easy for them to replace her. And they're sticking with it. Like, it's very apparent. And if you watch Nini's Twitter, if you watch, you know, how she comments on other posts where people have been, you know, quote unquote, you know, treated unfairly, Um, she will, you know, you can see that like, you know, if a person is happy in her situation, a person who has a, if a person, so this is how you know Nini does not have an offer. It's because she's, Posting everywhere and as if she's, you know, like, why do you have this cross to bear if you're being treated the way you feel like you need to be treated? Mm-hmm. If you're coming back on this show and you had not been fired or you had not been off, you know, for something that's so disrespectful, that's the same as being fired. And you have a choice right now whether you're going to save face and take that disrespectful thing that has been verbally potentially offered to you. Or you walk away and then because I put out that you were fired, people are going to think you've been fired. She has two hard choices. And that's why her team was so mad that I did that was because I took away their ability to be able to say that she decided to leave the show under her own reconnaissance. That's the fact. And if you're happy, you'll be taping this week with them. Yeah. If you're happy, you wouldn't be all over Twitter talking about, you know, implying and and retweeting. And this is not the first time they reached out. Her team reached out to me. Her team reached out to me to try to get me to take down um, the post that I did where we had screenshotted that she had um, basically was retweeted someone and retweeted a comment that implied that Andy needed to be fired because he was racist. And we've never heard any of them talk about... Andy being racist up until when she wants them to give her what she wants and they don't want to give her what she wants. She literally at one point tweeted something that says, um, black lives matter. My life matters and put her book in information. Oh man. Then she did a video on YouTube where she basically was comparing what was happening to her to what happened to George Floyd. No. I mean, this is all factual information. Jesus, man. And if she was coming back to show and she was not fired from the show and she has her offer in hand and she has what she needs, she would, she would say that. She would say, no, actually, B. Scott, this is not correct. You know, I have been offered a full-time job you know, a full, I have my full peach. I'm coming back. I'm the highest paid housewife. Nothing has changed. Can she say that? Can she say nothing has changed? <laughs> something, something going with there's smoke. There's a fire, baby. <laughs> and this, how I feel about this is no arterial motive. Then we post these stories and we get clicks to our site. And that's how we make our money. It doesn't matter who it is. You know, I recently, um, was able to see Tamar, Tamar Braxton, and we had a wonderful conversation and we have mended the, you know, whatever drama that we had going on based upon, I was the one that exclusively broke the information about her being fired from the reel. And she explained to me that that was a very sensitive time for her in terms of just you know, she just didn't want to see it in her timeline. And it was before you could mute people. So she just unfollowed people. And I was one of the people that she unfollowed. I was also the one that put out that she was heading to divorce and that will um, that Vince was abusing her. So it was two things going on there that I want, you know, people, I guess, and, and it's only human, I guess, if somebody's out here telling you business, you would resent them. But for me, it is a part of why celebrities are celebrities. You know, we we talk about what's going on with them, and in the business, where I feel like if I don't break the exclusive, TNZ is going to break it. Yeah, another another blog is going to break break it. So it was good to know that I could have the conversation with Tamar, and she could get it. You know, and she got it, and she was full of um, actually, like she was very delightful. You know, the the Tamar that I saw. We're super delightful and fun, and like you know she has a she has a personality that draws you in, and I can connect to some of the things that she was we were talking about. I connected to the hurt that she experienced from being in this business. This business is not easy, and there's going bound to be situations that happen that you know are not necessarily ideal, but you know we all have to kind of you know we're in this, it's like a one big game per se. And, you know, it is true that we have, there are human beings attached to it. Um, you know, but at the end of the day, I have a job to do. And if I don't do it, somebody else will. And th- that person would be making those coins and not I. And I, I believe that, you know, a lot of times people initially, you know, get into contracts and get into deals that may not be what they intended later on. Um, or, you know, these networks, They, I mean, they are, it's a, it's a situation, you know, and they are definitely trying to keep the money that they make for themselves. Yeah. <laughs> and talent has never honestly been the priority. But then you also have to understand too that for a lot of these reality stars, had it not been for this show or these networks, they wouldn't be anyone. They let network and literally say to Nene, we made you. They did. <laughs> they can literally say that. And I do wholeheartedly believe that they're also saying, we can let you go. <laughs> because you knew there was an issue that if, you know, you're the head bitch in charge, why are you not appearing in the first couple of episodes of the season? Because you are quote unquote still negotiating your contract, someone made that call, and then doing the people where we're reading her on the reunion. You heard that it was, you know she needs to she needs to come back to this reunion because she needs the check. <laughs> That's right, and that she gets paid per episode. You know, and there's always different versions of how people spend things, but ultimately, what they were trying to do was they were trying to spin it into a situation to make it look like she decided to go on to different things or she stopped by the show to tell the girls that, you know, I'm, you know, going on with other stuff, you know. I mean, they're literally trying to put Nene out to pasture, as we say it in North Carolina. (laughs) And I said to her management, I said when they reached out to me and to her publicist and to Bravo, really, I said, you know, I tried to ignore it because right now, honestly, we don't need To be honest, we don't need exclusive. We do enough traffic on other posts on the site that I really don't need the smoke. I really don't need people on my phone. Bravo and them were on my phone like 11 o'clock at night. I really don't need those people on my phone at 11 o'clock at night. (laughs) I want to be having my rosé. I want to be chilling out. I do not want to be talking to anybody at Bravo at that particular time of night. You know? But, by the by the third time it came to me, it started coming like different people were saying it to me throughout the day. And by the third time that I got a whiff of it, I was like, I got to run it because I'm just not gonna let somebody else get this. You know what I mean? And like I couldn't ignore it.
2: Well, when you released it, man oh man, it it uh it definitely went it off went. like a firecracker.
0: Yeah. And that's also too, let me tell you this. It also shows you there's some truth to it. It yeah. also shows you that it is true because if it was a lie, you don't have to respond to it. If little old B Scott has got it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> if I am not illustrious, if I don't matter, if I'm just a blog, and I need to say the blogs, the blogs. You know, you said blogs. I'm just a little old blog. Then why did you why was Bravo your manager? your publicist, all on my phone. Not saying, they just wanted me to clarify. The only thing they wanted me to do, let's be 100% clear. The only thing they wanted me to do was her management and her publicists wanted me to retract the, the firing. That's the only thing they wanted to change about the whole post. Everything else about her not being extended to offer, everything else I said was not at issue. The issue is they did not want the word fired to be stuck to her when they obviously are going to potentially have to go a different way. And Bravo called, and they wanted to just be very technical. They wanted to make sure that on paper that they released a statement, they didn't, Bravo didn't even go wide with that story. And when I say wide, meaning they didn't take their statement and go out to the media with it. They just wanted to make sure that that they gave a statement to me to put in my post so they're covered legally. PlayStation 5, Cyberpunk 2077, Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War, Assassin's
2: Creed Valhalla, Xbox Series X, Halo Infinite, Far Cry 6, Ratchet & Clank Rift Apart, Hellblade 2, Spider-Man Miles Morales, Horizon Forbidden West, Watch Dogs Legion, Immortals Phoenix Rising.
0: Video game news can get overwhelming but not if you're listening to Preloaded.
2: I'm Josh. And I'm Jackson. And together, we're Preloaded. Every week, we cover the biggest news in games, so you don't have to. Next-gen consoles, extended previews, everything you'd want or need. No marketing, no BS, just two guys who really love video games.
0: Catch a new episode of Preloaded every Monday, free, wherever you find podcasts.
2: Don't get overwhelmed. Get Preloaded.
0: So from what I, what I feel like is going on is that they have probably verbally said something to her that was super-duper disrespectful, amounting to her being like a friend of the show or less. Or something very less for the head bitch in charge that she likes to see herself. And she, that's not going to work for her. That's what I feel is going on. So that is the tea. You know, we got two new housewives coming and, you know, NeNe is, for all intents and purposes, from what I understand, she has been fired from what we know her to be as a housewife. We will see how it plays out. We will see what happens. You know, maybe she will, you know, accept something that is just, dis- you know, that she deems disrespectful to save face. Or she'll walk away and say, fuck, I don't care if people think I was fired. I, you know, whatever. I'm, I'm standing up for what I believe in. She said, my life matter. Not, That's <laughs> literally how she said it. My life matter. Not matters, but my life matter. <laughs> oh, and another thing I wanted to talk on, you know, it's been very difficult when doing the podcasts to at times speak my truth, stay politically correct, not offend anyone, not share too much where people might think that I'm talking about this person, but I'm actually talking about that person or may not be talking about neither. (laughs) You hear what I'm saying? And it relates to the Nick Cannon situation. Nick Cannon has a podcast, like I do, and he was on the podcast and he was saying some things. And I'm not going to go into the merit of what he said. I'm not even going to go into what he said. I'm not going to break it down. I'm not going to make a judgment call about what he, what he did or did not say and whatever the case may be. But it just turned into whatever he said was a problem for Viacom CBS. And in comparison to his, the money he makes with Viacom CBS and all these other places, um, he's probably not making that much from his podcast mm-hmm. in comparison to that. You know, he's been with... I think he started his career... With Viacom CBS like 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. Nick Cannon's been in this business for a minute. And what I can relate to in that is I can relate to, you know, doing a podcast and somehow something you say will end up being used to cancel you. And that makes you, you know, like it, it takes the some of the fun out of it. It takes out of, you know, like you don't feel like, you know, like you can't, I can't be off the cuff. Like I want to be off the cuff. I can't be off the cuff like I used to be on YouTube. I am, but I'm just, you know, it it gives me another little beat, another little second to have to consider what's about to come out this mouth. You know? And that's why I am doing the podcast Solo Dolo, um, is because number one is Corona. Number two, I just feel like the podcast format for me is becoming more like this. You know, meaning like, it's a stream of my consciousness. It's a, you know, I can be in control of what I say coming out of my mouth. Right? I can consider what's important to me in terms of what I want to say. Because at the end of the day, I'm going to be held accountable for it. And I only, you know, I feel like I have to make it more personal because that's, how I'm dealing with all these different issues, I feel like i'm I think I like today, for example, this podcast. I have taken the popular culture topics. I'm looking at it, Brian you sent over a great list, you know, great preparation for me. Thank you. You're welcome, and I'm looking at it, and I'm pulling out what I want to talk to as it relates to my personal experience, right? so the way like the 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 pandemic and all of the different stuff is going on and seeing my people being murdered every other day. Has put me in a place where I have to, like, you know, I gotta be real right now. And I gotta speak from the heart about these things. You know, and I and I and I commend, for example, Portia Williams and Yanni Smith. They were in Louisville, um, Kentucky, um, protesting for Breonna Taylor, because you know, they still have not arrested the people who killed Breonna Taylor, and those officers. They, I mean, she was in her bed asleep. Can you imagine being woken up to a situation where that ultimately ends in your demise. Yeah, that was really scary. And we have been hit with situation after situation after situation after situation after situation, after situation and another situation. Like, you know, it's like it, it's numbing. Like you become like every it's it's as if these people who have been murdered, people whose lives have been taken prematurely, have all just become memes. They've all have become caricatures. You know, like people post it, you know, people are are. You know they tweet. You know I see now the things like you know good morning. It's a good day to arrest the people who killed Breonna Taylor. It's become like a just a thing. You know what I mean? Like it's just and before we can move in to get justice for one situation, another situation comes and they become more and more extreme. Someone was jogging. You know someone was just you know walking down the street. <laughs> another person was sleep. You know it's like it's like so many things and more keep surfacing. Yeah, and then you know. Like I was saying earlier, you have to be, you know, very conscious of the energy you have around you, and making sure that you are spiritually, ambition-wise, etc., equally yoked. Megan Thee Stallion, Megan Thee Stallion, needs to take an evaluation right now of the people that she's hanging around. So basically, what happened was, we saw these, this, vi- you know, saw a, a, a video of her hanging out with Kylie Jenner, and then Tori Lance. and we saw that, and we're like, are they having a good time? Everybody seems a little lit. And then come to find out, somehow one thing led to another. The first story we hear is that there were some shots, you know, Tori was shooting up in the air or something, or somebody was shooting up in the air and Megan went to the hospital or Megan was arrested. That's what I think was the first story that, you know, everybody was arrested. Then it came out that Megan went to the hospital. Then they said that her foot, you know, she maybe had been shot in the foot. And everybody was like, "Oh, maybe you know maybe it's a mistake. We're trying to figure out who it is." The best friend came out and said that she didn't ha- of course she didn't shoot her she, but she was there. And then Tori has not said anything yet, but a producer for Megan said that you know Tori's days are, you know, numbered, which implies that he shot Megan. Megan didn't release a statement basically saying that you know the characterization of events were not true, um, that somebody tried to, you know, she went to the hospital for gun wounds, gunshot wounds and that she felt that, that whoever was behind it intended to harm her. But what that boils down to is that you really need to check and do an inventory of the <laughs> random people that you are hanging out with that you really don't know. Mm-hmm. And I, I wholeheartedly agree with that. Because you, you have to be careful with that because you otherwise end up getting shot or end up getting corona. <laughs> it's, a, it's a life or death situation. I don't want to get shot, nor do I want to get (laughs) wrong. That's real. And then we have, you know, just like life is coming at all of us fast. You know, there's the, you know, um, Brishire, um, gray from America, um, from empire. Um, he was arrested, you know, because his wife, you know, ran to the gas station and said that he's been beating her for hours. Yeah. Damn. And when I saw the muck shot, it looked like somebody has, you know, was beating Brashear for hours. <laughs> he looked, he looked fucked up. Life has been beating his ass. Yeah. <laughs> I almost didn't even recognize who he who he was. And is it getting to the point where is Empire cursed? Is Jesse now is this? Like, what is really going on? And I just don't see how they're gonna be able to open up any sports, you know, because COVID is so everywhere. You know, Russell Westbrook, you know, came out and said that he was positive for COVID-19. So many, like, it's just like, it's just so much stuff going on in They're still trying
2: to do it. They're still trying to push sports forward, though. And I still don't get that. I don't understand. I don't
0: don't understand how you can push sports forward. I don't understand how you can go to the gym. Anything where you're breathing heavy and you're sweating (laughs) and you, it's a contact sport. Yeah, (laughs) it's true. (laughs) And. They said that even if you contract it, you may lose your immunity to it within 30 days, within 30 days or less. So there are stories now of people who have contacted it multiple times.
2: Oh, man. How do you get it multiple times? I mean, after once, I wouldn't ever leave my house.
0: I don't get it. And all we have to do is wear a mask. Every other country basically has dealt with this, but we somehow, as Americans, supposed to be, we're supposed to be the most advanced. The most opportunity, the most educated, is, it let us tell it, you know, that we are we are ahead of everybody. Yeah, we are ahead of everybody in deaths. <laughs> we fucking it up the most. We fucking it up the most. <laughs> like, it is over here going in on us. It's like, I just, you know, I just don't know what to say. It's just so many things. So many moments. So many, like, uh, you know, random stuff like people watching a boxer live stream his suicide on Facebook Live. Like, these are the type of headlines that you just look at and you're like, <sighs> <laughs> it's like, and then all these different people, you know, a passing away, Nyla Rivera, you know, she um, you know, took her son out on a, a boat ride. And I think that, you know, a lot of people when they heard the news that she was missing, because of other things that we have read and, you know, and heard, you know, we thought initially that it was very likely it was a suicide. I think that was what most people thought. Um, I have to admit I did. Yeah. yeah, That was what most people thought. Most people thought that she went out there to do that. And, you know, but I had questions. I was like, you know, but I, certain things, like she left a purse in, a, in her car, you know, her son was out, you know, like it just, it was like a, certain things that made me think, like, okay, this is suicide, but there's something about it just seems crazy. It's a little weird
2: that her son was sleeping when they found him. I can't understand that. Well, maybe
0: he thought that she was going to come back
2: <laughs> after disappearing
0: underneath the water. Maybe uh, he's five well, years old. I don't know. But they, the narrative that they gave us, they said they thought they think that she could, she mustered enough energy to get him back on the boat. But didn't have enough energy for herself to get back on the boat.
2: Yeah, that's sad.
0: But being that all of this nobody was there and there's no footage, how could they know? You know, what I mean that's still that's speculation too.
2: hmm.
0: How do they know that? And like you said, him being asleep on the boat, could it have been that she waited for him to go to sleep? And then she jumped off. But he told the police that he said the mommy was went in the water and she didn't come back. Right. Poor kid. And can someone enlighten me on this? Maybe a love muffin. You know, somebody. I mean, I did grow up near the rivers and in oceans and also um, the lakes. Lake water to me is not, I mean, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong, but all the lake water I've seen is dark and murky. And nothing about it makes me want to jump in the water. <laughs> Cause it, I mean, it's like it's green and algae and it's like stuff in it and like all type of moments, you know? Like, so I just, I don't, I was just like, I just, Ooh, I've been to that lake before.
2: And, uh, yeah, I, it is, it is murky, but I mean, I've jumped in the lake before and, mm-hmm. uh, I do remember feeling like things on my feet, like twigs or some kind of things like you could, you could, there is a possibility you could get snagged in there. So, I mean, mm-hmm. it did kind of freak me out a little bit. But I didn't think that there was that much of a current in lakes. I thought lakes were pretty calm. But apparently that lake has been known to be a little a little dangerous and they don't have signs posted about it. So I don't know. It could be could be dangerous.
0: And then I started reading on Wikipedia and there have been several people that have been went missing in that lake. hmm. Yeah. More than probably several, you know. That's why I was concerned. I was like, well, damn, well, you know, how do we know it's her body? You know, it was like I was going down the rabbit hole again. You know, <laughs> sure. You know, what if it's another body? What if it's yeah. multiple bodies? what's happening? <laughs> it's just like stuff, stories like that is heartbreaking. You know, like and this, all of these things, the reason why also I think it was very believable that it was suicide for her was because we all are going through very stressful situations at this time all at once, all of us. So if someone ends up passing away and it in any way could possibly be a suicide, I think we all are inclined right now that it could be that. Lisa Marie's Presley son, Benjamin, died at 27 from a suicide. You know, so it's just a lot. It's just a lot. There was a lot to unpack <laughs> <Yeah. And laughs> in with the that news. Being- this- huh? And with that
2: being said, we're sponsored by BetterHelp this week.
0: We are. We are sponsored by BetterHelp this week. Um, you know, that's what a lot of people I believe need is somebody to talk to. And for me, having an independent person to talk to outside of, you know, people who know me, you know, people who, you know, a person that doesn't have an agenda, uh, a person that's not biased by me or knowing me or the treatment of uh, that I have given them, you know, Um, It really goes a long way to have a trained professional giving you feedback. But that being said, you know, I think we have covered all the different things. You know, I uh, thank you, Love Muffins, for listening to this podcast. It means a lot to me that you guys support me and that you have been checking in on me. Um, You know, Corona is still here. I want you all to wear a mask. I want you all to think about, you know, wearing a mask is about protecting others. You protect others from what you may be carrying, right? And so, when and if everybody wears a mask, they said this could be gone in four to six weeks. What is so hard? At very, at very least, you know, you, maybe you were inconvenienced by wearing something over your your mouth. At most, you're saving somebody's life. So let's try to save somebody's life. Let's try to be you know the change we want to see in the world you know even and, and there's so many conspiracy theories out there people bring me conspiracy theories like none other like every day there is a conspiracy theory of some sort going on um and i just really feel like you know we can't buy into that that may or may not be true you know what they're saying about masks or what they're saying about this is not as bad as what people think and this and the other everybody got a doctor friend Everybody got somebody somewhere that told them something. Well, all I know is that I just feel like and know for a fact that these companies, this country, which is driven by money, which is driven um, by things being open, there's no way that people will be cutting, you know, shutting down if it wasn't real. There's no way that Walmart, okay, and, and that family is not a liberal family. There's no way that Walmart will be requiring masks at every location and the Sam's Club and their Sam's Club's location if it wasn't real. This is a real thing. And maybe you have an immune system that's strong enough that can fight to corona with no problem, but you may give it to someone else that may not have that type of immune system. You may give it to your parents. You may give it to your, your grandparents. You may give it to somebody else's grandparents or parents. You know, like you have to think about, you know, this is a thing. This is a test. This is like, I feel like we're all in a, you know, I always used to hate group projects because I can only be accountable for myself. But we're in this group project called coronavirus. And the project is, is can we all just figure out how to do something like simple, which is wearing a mask if you go out in public?
2: I personally That's a very... That. I personally know people that have died from this and who have it. So wear the damn mask. Oh, my
0: God. And how quickly did they, you know, from symptoms to passing away? Within a week. Jesus.
2: And they died alone, by the way, also. I mean, they had to use FaceTime to say goodbye to their, their wife and children. And and it was it's absolutely devastating. I mean, I know more than three or four people that have got it and died. Wow! And it's not like through somebody else. I actually knew these people, so it's it's real. And where the damn like mask. they have
0: left this earth?
2: Yeah, hmm.
0: that is definitely something to think about.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Well, on that note, love muffins. I do appreciate you. I hope that you guys continue to be safe. And, you know, please follow me on Instagram at b scott. I also thank you so much for following lovebscott.com and visiting every day and sharing my posts. And I do see all you love muffins that um, support me and go in on people who who try to say not so nice things about me, which I do appreciate. Um, But you also have to understand, um, just like I was saying to, you know, talking about, you know, when I was speaking to Tamar and also Nini and, and all the other situations, you can't take any of this too seriously because this is showbiz, okay? So when you, even if you see someone saying something negative about me, they know the name, <laughs> they know who they're talking about. <laughs> they go to my website, and that makes me money. So I thank them for that, and I thank you. And until next time, double kisses. Bye bye. Thank you so much for listening to The B. Scott Show. You can find me on Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube at Love B. Scott. And make sure you review the show on iTunes. And you can always find me on lovebscott.com.